Good morning and welcome to Manna here at Lighthouse Church. I'm Pastor Ron and, and I get blessed to provide or share with you the manna of the day, the study of the day on Mondays. And so God bless you. Um, and we have, as if you've been tuning in, uh, appreciate that. But if you're new, we have been walking through the book of Proverbs and we are in Proverbs chapter 31, so that means we're wrapping up this book. Um, and Proverbs 31 is most people are very that might be familiar with the book of Proverbs know that that's um, the Proverbs all about this amazing woman, um, this Proverbs 31 woman that is exceptional. Um, but there's more to the the reason for this, and that, so that's what we want to talk about today. But first, let's pray, Father. Thank you for the ways that you take your word and you help us to comprehend things of the Spirit by using illustrations that we can understand, but to cause us to think beyond the immediate, to cause us to wonder and to consider and to expect greater things from you, for that's who you are. And so, Lord, we ask that you would bless us with the insight of your Spirit today as we study this chapter 31. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. So in chapter 31, if you've been with us for the last couple of weeks, you know that there's a message inside the message. And so this is all about King Lemuel, who there's no other record of a King Lemuel whatsoever in God's word. But Lemuel, the name gives us a clue as to who this letter, this part of the letter, if you will, the book of Proverbs, is speaking about. And Lemuel means belongs to God. And then, of course, I suggested that King Lemuel may be a picture of us. Um, and so how do we belong to God? Well, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 tells us, or do you not know that your body is a temple or sanctuary, a place of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been bought for a price, therefore glorify God in your body. So the instruction that Paul is giving to the Corinthians is saying, you got to understand the importance of your very life, that it is the place where when you surrender your life to Jesus, he comes into your life by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. And so we become a sanctuary, a dwelling place, a place of worship, a place of instruction. Um, and, and that's what this mother, which we never know her name in this chapter, Proverbs chapter 31, all she's referred to as Lemuel's mother, who gives him instruction 
Um, but she, you can tell, you can tell that by her instruction, she's a nurturer. She's a comforter. Um, she's a wise counselor. John chapter 14, Jesus speaking to his disciples, um, before he goes through the night of the false, um, trials and then faces the, the day of the scourging and the, the crucifixion and, of course, giving up his life uh, for us. And, and this is the instruction, part of the instruction that he gives to his disciples. And he says to them, and as recorded in John chapter 14, verse 16, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. So that word helper is actually ex expanded definition means comforter, advocate, intercessor, one who intercedes on their behalf. <laughs> Does that not sound like a mom? That the, the mom comes and, and comforts us? Um, and who is going to stand in defense of her children but a mom, of course, um, but an intercessor, one who stands in that place. And in this particular place, it actually speaks of one who praise um, on our behalf. So anyway, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper so that he, <coughs> excuse me, may be with you forever. So this Holy Spirit comes into our lives to be with us forever. It says the helper is the Spirit, capital S, of truth whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him but you know him because he remains with you and will be in you. So um, this, this Holy Spirit is one who takes residence in us, but has a major influence in our lives and that we might walk in this place of being led by the Spirit of God. John 14, 26, later in that same chapter, says Jesus telling his disciples again, says, but the helper the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. So now it's referenced that the Holy Spirit is a he, whereas in Proverbs 31, the reference is that it's a mother. Um, so, you know, the uniqueness of God is that he made man in his image. Now, that does not speak of um, just men. It speaks of mankind. And so what an amazing heart this God has. Um, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, this triune God, and, and the helper, the Holy Spirit, is the one that the, the Father sends in the name of Jesus, who teaches us all things and reminds us of all the things that he says to us. So that's the blessing that we get from um, the Holy Spirit is, is that Sometimes I just can't remember things, but sometimes things, man, at the right time, at the right moment, pop right into my mind about the Word of God. All oh, the value there of being in the Word of God, having time spent in the Word of God where it's doing the nurturing, where it's doing the comforting, where it's doing that advocating for me, shaping me for something that is greater than me that I can't do. But we also compared the instruction of King Lemuel's mother asking her son to consider, think about your behavior. Think about what you're doing. Oh, 
Doesn't that sound like the blessing of the Holy Spirit in our lives? That He convicts us? And of course, we looked at the fact that the Holy Spirit of God does do that, that He convicts the world of sin, and He convicts the world of righteousness, and He convicts the world of a judgment to come. Last week, we also looked at the fact that, <coughs> excuse me, uh, most likely King Lemuel's observation of his mother and her ways of her life as a wife, a mother, a provider, a woman who fears the Lord. And we compared that then to this perfect woman to the tireless work of the Holy Spirit of God. And so what's the message inside the message is the message is, do we understand the depth and the volume of the heart of God, the, the work of the Holy Spirit? Um, and of course, we learned last week, if you, if you haven't watched that yet, I encourage you to watch that, is that the Holy Spirit is God, is clearly communicated to us by Peter in what's written by Luke in Acts chapter 5. So today we're going to quickly, as we wrap up, we're going to quickly look at the the importance of understanding that King Lemuel's mother taught him in verse 1, um, just as the Holy Spirit teaches us, is to have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. And so where can we immediately find a place where we can look and understand and learn about what the Holy Spirit is saying? Well, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 tells us that the Holy Spirit is actually the author of of the Word of God. It says, all Scripture, all of it, all of this, the Bible, is inspired, or meaning God breathed by God and beneficial for teaching, for rebuke, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man or woman of God, that's us, may be fully capable, equipped for every good work, equipped for the work that God has for us. John 20, 22, as we finish here, says, And when he had received, and when he had said this, Jesus, this is after the resurrection, the crucifixion, three days, the resurrection. Now he's meeting with the disciples in the room, and he says this, And he said to them, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is actually the breath of God. That's what God did when he formed man, is he took the dust of his creation and he formed man, but man had no life until God breathed into him. And so we're going to keep looking at um, the attributes, the character, the work of the Holy Spirit of God um, in the couple of next weeks that, that come. And so I pray that you're being blessed by that and you're learning more about the huge gift that we have of the Holy Spirit of God dwelling within us. God bless you all, and thank you so much for joining me today.